0: This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy. It is the Chicagoverse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. All right. Haima Black live on Dynasty Podcast from Virgin Hotels um, in Chicago. Tonight, I am joined uh, later in the evening by Matt Muse, which I'm very excited about. But first, we have Sheila Rashid, who I'm sitting here with. Thank you so much for coming up. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about some really cool work you were doing uh, with clothes and designing and fashion and and connecting that with music and all these really exciting things. But we always start at the beginning, like, how did this first kick off for you? Where did this path begin for you in life? fashion yeah man
1: probably high school I was doing shirts hand painting on t-shirts and I wanted to you know just do something from scratch so you know I just I, I just wound up teaching myself I went to Columbia College for a little while mm-hmm. and, and I just wanted to be really hands-on with the design so I bought my own sewing machine and just kind of taught myself little things and I just kept growing from there
0: you just decided like I don't want to buy T-shirts anymore. I want to make my own.
1: Yeah, I wanted. I wanted. I was inspired to make stuff from scratch. I wanted to make my own pen. Just kind of make my own things that I would wear.
0: That's definitely like making extra work for yourself on some level. Like, why? What made you decide that you wanted to be in charge of that presentation versus just going and picking up a T-shirt at the Gap or wherever?
1: Yeah, I, I think that's just my way of expressing, you know, my own art. Like, I, I feel like. It's just something that I love doing. I love get, I love style. I like, you know, dressing up and doing what I feel is, you know, right as far as, you know, uh, making a complex piece. Something that's going to grab people's attention.
0: So how did you take the jump from, you know, being a college student deciding that she wanted to venture into making some of her own designs to now being an established, you know, a designer?
1: Yeah. You're saying like what?
0: How did you like I guess like what connected those? Like how did you get from there to now?
1: Yeah. I mean it's it's really a lot of this trial and I mean just going just taking it day day by day, not exactly knowing what um how I'm gonna get there, just I just kept working on um pieces, just making making dresses at first and then it just kind of I started doing hair and pants and then that just came into like a drop crotch overall, and then now I'm just making overalls and other things as well, jeans. Um, heavily into denim now so it's just, it just it just progressed and evolved over over time from Columbia to now
0: I know overalls is a big thing for you like do, is that something you expected that you would be making because I feel like it's kind of a left field item yeah. you know like I remember being a kid and wearing like Oshkosh gosh. yeah
1: I know yeah it's is one of those pieces um that's really not overlooked you you kind of pay attention when you see it even though oh, yeah it, you know even though it is um it's it's an old style but it's I, I guess that's what i wanted to do is just rebrand it in a way um and it just happened that way just doing the drop crotch doing the slight drop crotch on overalls and it just worked out
0: well i feel like you took something that there probably wasn't a lot of competition in too it's not like it's like mm-hmm. Oh man, there's like forty overall designers right. in Chicago.
1: Yeah, that's funny because I, I never really see overalls like that. But you know, I did start seeing it in, you know, fast fashion stores and stuff like that. But um
0: after I, you started?
1: Yeah, I guess I kinda see it start seeing it more. I mean, I know it was out there, you know, I know Carhartt's doing it, but it's just, you know, it's just something I felt like wasn't really a big market.
0: Yeah, but I think now people are definitely catching on. Mm-hmm. So what were some of the lessons that you learned as you were developing your own line and, and figuring out what the voice and vision was for your designs?
1: Yeah, um, like I moved to New York like right after my first fashion show in Chicago. And I and I didn't know why. I know I, I wanted to go to New York because it's the fashion capital. Right. But I, I went there just no job. I went there overnight. And I was there for, like, almost two years. And I just think that in that lesson, it was just, like, about networking. It wasn't really about... Even though that's what I was out there doing, still making clothes, uh, I think it was just a bigger picture, just just grasping the um, whole industry uh, while I was out there. So I think a lot of networking, it's a lot of figuring out, like, how to do things. I mean, I feel like making the clothes is is easy for me, you know.
0: Was the hard part, like, just the branding, like building it into an operation that people are aware of or?
1: Mm, uh, Hard part.
0: (laughs) Or maybe there wasn't a hard part. Maybe (laughs) like, maybe you're like, I got this.
1: Right. I I guess, I mean, I guess that's, it's not really, it wasn't really that hard for me actually. I mean, I, I mean, financially in New York, it was definitely a struggle. Sure. Um, But I think, my drive i mean mean, you know my passion for you know for it it just kind of drove me to keep going and that's why you know i'm still doing it
0: yeah what brought you back to chicago after being in new york some people they moved to new york and they're like oh i could never go back to chicago and then other people like i feel like more and more people are leaving the coast you know and like a lot of artists i feel like are coming back to chicago
1: yeah my reason was um definitely for it was financially financial reasons um me me and my roommate we had to basically wanted to leave our space because it just was not it just wasn't livable at at a point. It was like we was we were just actually sharing one room together and we, we made it work. But um like the job I had was like in retail and just wasn't paying enough. So I just decided to move back. But it was also a good it was I felt like it was a good time to move back. I also realized that moving back to Chicago, um it I felt like it was better for me as and to build my brand where I'm from and being that it's not much of a um, not that much shine on fashion here in Chicago, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. I think it's much easier to stand out here than if you're a fashion designer in New York, because you're right. Like, there's just, you know, it's like moving out to LA and being like, oh, yeah, I'm an actor. Yeah. You know, like... you right. That's everybody. <laughs> yes. Uh, when did you get back to Chicago? Like, what, um, it what been, year?
1: About three years ago.
0: Okay. So, yeah. right, as everything was really yeah. developing with the music scene here.
1: <laughs> exactly. That, absolutely.
0: So, I know that you are... You've designed for musicians, including Mick Jenkins and, of course, Chance. Like, you know, we'll talk about the Chance thing in a second. But like, was that something you sought out, or did musicians find you? Or
1: yeah, it was. It was kind of a thing. With, they reached out to me in a way. Like just being around the same people, were being at the same parties. Mm-hmm. They just kind of they see my work before. <clears throat> so they definitely was. They really wanted the overalls. It was the overalls was like the one thing that kind of <laughs> tied tied everything yeah, together. So
0: well and again, like no one else is doing that. So you probably coordinate the market on the overall scene here.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Um, Mick Jenkins, what was it like working with him?
1: That was good. He's a really cool guy. Um he was just I mean, it was good. I mean, I went to I met him at you know the studio he was working out of. And um uh, it was just cool being around him. It just we talked and I made him a few pieces and you know, went on about our day. That was that was about
0: it. And that was that. Mm-hmm. Now, Chance is, I think, where a lot of people might have found out about your work, because you designed the iconic overalls that Chance now wears, uh, in a lot of his promotional appearances, like, how did that come together?
1: Yeah, I definitely want to say Whitney Middleton, stylist here in Chicago. Yes,
0: Whitney Middleton, man, who's awesome.
1: Yeah, definitely. So she, you know, Chance actually hit me up before, we already talked in person, like he wanted the overalls before, I just Mm -hmm. never got a chance to get them to him. Uh, But Whitney definitely, like this was maybe a year or so later, Whitney just reached out and was like, uh, um, he he may need some overalls for an event. And it was like the the event is definitely like a a week away from when she asked. (laughs) So I definitely made them overalls in like a day. And um, I didn't really know what he was going to wear. I didn't have any, there wasn't any promises of what he was going to wear to. But basically found out on the day of that he was wearing them at the VMAs. So that was interesting.
0: And he also did them. Was wearing them uh, at the Billboard shoot, right?
1: Yeah, the Billboard shoot and um, the SNL.
0: And so that's huge. Like, so you you come back to Chicago, yeah. you're you're hustling, you're building your brand, you're working, and then all of a sudden, like your work showing up on like Billboard and Saturday Night live. Like, what was that like? Yeah, it
1: was very very um ecstatic, very inspiring just to see my stuff um, just in different avenues.
0: Right. Did that create more awareness around your own work? Did you suddenly see an influx of people reaching out to you?
1: Yeah, definitely. A lot of people reached out. So many different um, publications, news outlets, um, people from around the world wanted overalls. I just, yeah, I got a lot of, you know, um, inquiries.
0: So now that, like, after that happened, did you suddenly like, like, I guess let's talk about, do you have a team? Is it all you? Did you suddenly need people to, like, Kind of start moving the operation ahead.
1: Um, it's it's been me the um, whole time. Haven't really had anyone to make anything for me as far as like pants and overalls yet. I mean, I, I do know there are teams that that could help me that I could have reached out to, but I just felt I just felt like um, custom work is important, and I just kind of like to keep things exclusive. So yeah, it's been I've been making every I've made everything from scratch.
0: That's that's far. wild. I mean, like yeah. Because it's got to be an enormous undertaking, I would imagine.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. do
0: you have to limit the amount of orders you can take, or?
1: I mean, yeah. I actually let people know that it could take up to fifteen days, or it could take me two days. You right. know, it depends on like you know how how busy it is in that time. But yeah, I like I like give people like a grace period, and you know I, I make that clear on the site. Um, and I, I never really get overwhelmed, so I, I kind of just I try to make at least two pairs a day.
0: Because I know nothing about this. What goes into making, let's say, a pair of overalls? Like, yeah. I don't think that's a thing that like a ton of people know about. Like, Bring us right. into that process.
1: Yeah. Um, it first starts with making the pattern. Um, in order to make the pattern, you have to know how to draw all these. Mm-hmm. I mean, or it's all lines, really. but um, And it's sometimes it's circles. But it depends on how complex you want the the garment to be. So it's making the pattern first um, out of paper and then transferring the paper to fabric um, cutting that out, cutting that pattern out, um, and then you, then you have, you know, your pattern of fabric to sew, and then you sew it up. That's pretty much.
0: And that's it. It's
1: it's, a, it's a, I'll say one <clears throat> pair would take me at least from cutting to sewing it maybe like six to seven hours.
0: Wow. It seems like, I mean, I'm just, I'm still really in awe and mm-hmm. impressed that you're doing this entire operation yourself because... Mm-hmm. Again, it sounds like a lot of work.
1: Yeah. It's definitely a lot. It's definitely a lot of work. I don't think people understand, like, how much work it is to go into one pair, how much love I really put into it.
0: Well, sure. <laughs> especially if you are the person who, like, this is all done in your hands, like, from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure you take a lot of pride in that. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so I know you were just in Juxtapose magazine as well, right? Mhm. Uh, What's it been like getting some of that recognition and press? Yeah.
1: Uh, it's, been, it's been dope, especially... Um, admiring that magazine for a while knowing, knowing it for years and and it was just a, a blessing to be in that magazine just even though some people um you know don't really know but a lot of people still do know about it so i don't know we personally i i thought it was really a good um <laughs> really good uh spot
0: yeah uh, what's on deck for you now in 2017? I think I saw that you have a Joe Fresh Goods collaboration coming up.
1: Yeah, we're definitely working on. Um, we already know what we're doing; just waiting on the timing to to, go, to release it. Uh, not really rushing it, but we're definitely going to put out some uh, some
0: overalls. Some some Joe Fresh Goods. Sheila Rashid. DBM yeah. and Sheila
1: Rashid overalls, so yeah.
0: That's really cool.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about that because it's. I don't really. Um, it's not. I don't really have that many collaborations, really. I mean, I did have one with Brandon Bro, um, mm-hmm. with, who's with another my, great talent in the city. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you're and working with all great. these
0: like great Chicago-made talents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so
1: yeah, so I'm like happy about that.
0: Well, and Joe Freshgoods, man, I don't have to tell you. It's like he is. He's another great self-made talent in the world of music and fashion. And I Absolutely. think I think people like you, Joe Fresh Goods, like Anna Hovett, like I think that there's now at Whitney Middleton, yep. bit by bit, there's more and more people who are really being innovators and entrepreneurs in the in the fashion and art world here. And mm. that's gotta be cool because I think, especially if like you're a student in Chicago, you probably maybe 10 years ago were like, wow, there's no fashion scene here. Yeah. And you guys are developing it from the ground up.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what you have to do, like being here in Chicago. You have
0: um, to. So outside of the collaboration with Joe Freshgoods, what else is on deck for you in two thousand
1: seventeen? definitely want to do a fashion show. Um, another, well, I would say this would be my second official solo fashion show. So that's what I want to do, um, maybe in the summertime. But right now, I'm just trying to complete the collection, um, and I I don't really know when that's going to be complete because I don't really rush. I don't really rush the completion. I want it to be cohesive. So um, I am looking for it to be done within the summer. Yeah. Um, so I'm just trying to do that and just keep making pieces.
0: And, and create, create something that's quality. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Are you ever looking for interns, collaborators, assistants, anything like that? Is there anybody mm-hmm. that could help you bring any of this to life?
1: Yeah. I'm always, yeah, I do have uh, interns who who do help me cut mm-hmm. and little things that that does matter. Um, so I'm always looking for, like, an intern, um, someone that we don't mind learning and being hands-on or, wa- or just watching. Like, anybody who wants yeah. to just watch, I'm fine with that.
0: And creating something really meaningful.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: What advice would you give to anybody who is looking to break into the fashion world? And, and maybe they think, like, man, I don't have the money to move to New York, but it seems like that's what I have to do. Yeah. What would you say?
1: I would say um, everyone, you know, should want to have that experience of going to New York, seeing what it's like being that, that is where a lot of fashion happens. I, I would say go and just, just get the experience. I also love to know that, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. A piece doesn't happen in two hours, Yeah. you know? So it's, it's definitely about putting in a time and quality that you want to put out. Like you gotta have solid ideas as well just to make something
0: happen. And I imagine it's just a lot of perseverance. Definitely. It's like, I can only imagine how much patience you have to, to like, like, you know, when I'm editing this podcast, it is mm. not glamorous, it is not yeah. fun or sexy. It's just <laughs> like, I just have to sit down and get it done. I'm not complaining, but it's just like, that's the process. Mm. And I can only imagine for something physical, because that's not like a physical item. Like, right. Something physical, like mm. overalls, I can't imagine how much patience that must take.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And commitment.
1: <laughs> yep, yeah, for sure. Like, it, it It even goes down, like, if, it, if the pieces... Really complex, like having thirty pieces to something. That's going to take even longer than yeah. like five, six hours. So it is about how you know what you want, how you, what's your art going to be, how you want it to be. If you, if you're passionate about it,
0: you know. Yeah. Uh, where can people find your work? Where can they order it? How can they find out more about what you do?
1: Um, yeah, I do have a website, SheilaRashi.com. I'm on Instagram, Sheila the Designer. I'm on Twitter. I make clothes, um, and I mean, in order to contact me, you can probably just go to my website, email me directly. That's, that's cop about cop a pair of overalls. Yep.
0: <laughs> I love it. I'm really looking forward to the line with uh, with Joe Fresh Goods. Don't be mad yep. collaboration. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, and it's great to see this happening in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I love seeing Chicago success stories like this, and I think people are really aware of your work through Chance, but obviously there's a lot more to it than solely just that one design yeah, so definitely. that's very cool
1: yeah thank you I appreciate that
0: God. absolutely thank you I'm so excited. much for coming up um what I always tell people and I mean it is like mm. this podcast is very much an ongoing conversation about Chicago music art culture yeah so as you have new things coming on let's bring you back and let's continue and talk about new developments sounds
1: good I'm definitely down with that
0: awesome I love Everybody. it uh, Sheila Rashid thank you so much for coming up I really thank appreciate you. it
1: thank you so much for having me
0: absolutely You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcast at DynastyPodcast.com For the dynamic dynasty, dynasty descend.